Well, hey there. Welcome to the Kim Constable Podcast. Nobody cares. Work harder. Welcome to today's training. I really hope that you enjoyed the training yesterday and I cannot wait for you to listen in today. So I'm not going to talk very long because there's a lot of talking inside the masterclass. I'm just going to jump straight into it and you won't hear from me again at the end. But please make sure that you enjoy this live training, especially for you. And please leave me a comment and let me know what you got out of it. Okay, take care. Talk to you soon. Bye for now. So today we are going to be using my fitness pal. So I'm going to teach you how to use my fitness pal. And I have another little screen here. Look, I'm going to show you. You see, ta-da! I can actually mirror my phone here on this on the, the computer. It's all very fancy technology these days. Um, and I'm going to be doing that in a wee second. But I'm also, so I'm going to show you how to use my fitness pal. I know many of you here are saying, but I use chronometer, or I use this, or I use that, use all different types of platforms. Doesn't matter what platform you use to do what I'm going to teach you today. I'm going to teach you my fitness pal, because honestly, it's the only one that I know. It's the only one that I know. I've never used any others, but you can use whatever one you like, okay? Now, today is going to be really transformational for some of you. Some of you are already used to using my fitness pal, but unless you haven't realized this week has all been about reality data. Although it has been helpful in teaching you the information about um, your TDEE and about your current measurements and a current about your body goal and setting goals and all that, the, the underlying crux or the underlying reason or the thing that underpins everything that I'm teaching this week isn't actually, isn't the exercises have a hidden deeper meaning. And that's what I want to talk about first. Before we get into my fitness pal, I want to talk about the hidden deeper meaning of the exercises. And I'll tell you how this has come up. So I've noticed that yesterday I taught you guys how to calculate your TDEE. Now, I recognize that for many of you, this brought up some fear because I saw many, many posts in the group and loads of people had tagged me, which I asked you to do. So there's no blame, by the way, here. Just so you know, anything I'm going to say here, anything I'm going to teach you in these lives is always said with love. It's never said with any kind of blame. So, um, but in order for us to overcome the things that hold us back from achieving our goals, we have to first become aware of them. So one of, I see one of my jobs or my main job as a coach and as a teacher is to bring people to a deeper awareness of themselves. Because, you know, a mentor of mine years ago used to say, knowing what to do is useless without the emotional strength to do what you know. So many of us know what we should do, but we just can't bring ourselves to do it. Or as we, you know, as you're looking at the MyFitnessPal, or not MyFitnessPal, as you're looking at the TDE calculation, you're going, I know I should be able to do this. I know that this should be easy. I know that Kim, Kim walked us through this, but it's just so overwhelming, right? So so what happens is just looking at the data brings up a feeling of overwhelm. If you can't first become aware of that feeling of overwhelm or whatever it is that's going on for you and then choose to overcome it or to push it down or to control it or to transition your state or something to get over it to actually do the work, you're never, ever, ever going to achieve your goal. So the, the real intention behind the trainings this week wasn't to get you to do these simple steps. Every single step was designed to bring up your emotional limitations, to give you success in that area, but also to have you to, to help to bring you to a deeper awareness of where you may have a limitation. Now, for some of you, you were like, yeah, pitch your body goal, no problem at all. Yeah, search for the body goal, no problem at all. Yep, second step, measure myself, that's no issue. For some people, it was like taking a photo of myself, that was hard, totally did it. Body goal, yep, no problem. And then the next day, oh my God, I have to measure myself. Suddenly a fear comes up. So that fear, will, if it's holding you back from taking that next step, will hold you back forever in your life if you don't learn to conquer it. And so what I saw yesterday was many people coming into the group and they were saying, um, you know, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, like this is how I interpreted it. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, it's just, I can't do this, this is so overwhelming. I'm like, I'm so stuck. I tried this and I can't do this. And they're like totally freaking out because I just can't do this. Oh my God. 
and loads of people were coming in to save them. Now, don't get me wrong. I did save a few people myself, but here's what I did before I saved. I would ask myself, I would ask the person for a little more data. I would say, what specific part is it that you're struggling with? Now, if the person had actually attempted to do the calculation and they said, it's this part here I don't really understand, then I was like, okay, so it's just, a, it's just that the person doesn't understand. It's a lack of data. And so then I would fill in the missing data and they would go, oh, and they would have a ha moment and they would say, fantastic, thank you so much. This is brilliant. No, I totally get it. Okay. So whenever someone can't do something, it's either because one, they have a lack, they have, there's missing information, there's a lack of data, or the other reason is they're overwhelming themselves or the, themselves or they have an emotional limitation. And so yesterday I saw a lot of people having a lot of emotional limitations. Understand, no judgment here, okay? I have emotional limitations. Ask Christina, she'll tell you. She hears about them all day, right? My emotional limitations come to the surface all the time, but I'm aware enough to recognize them and not let them hold me back. And that is the key to what we're working for, working towards here in this challenge. So if, so what I would encourage you to do as you're moving through these last couple of days, or even if you're still playing catch up from the other, from the other videos, I would encourage you as you move through the exercises, as I teach you today, how to track your food, as you track your food, I want you to slow down and start to notice where you may be overwhelming yourself and ask yourself, why are you choosing to overwhelm yourself? Because whenever we overwhelm ourselves and we say, I just can't do it, I just can't figure it out, or we have an excuse such as, I have dyslexia, or I have this, or, or I have a brain injury, I have whatever. I'm not saying these are not valid reasons of why something may be more difficult, but whenever you say, I can't, and it's an emotional limitation, that emotional limitation will hold you back forever. So I, I, I really want you to slow down your process and start to recognize Hmm, interesting. Am I actually creating a problem where one does not exist in order to get out of taking this next step? If you can identify where you are holding yourself back, you will fly. There is nothing you cannot achieve in this life because very rarely, unless it's a physical limitation in the external world, someone is holding our hands to our sides or we don't have a calculator or a pen and paper and we physically cannot add up those numbers in our head, unless it's a physical limitation, then the only limitation is you and your unwillingness to sit down and figure shit out. Now, I don't, I understand that sometimes you really just can't get it, right? And you need to ask for help. But I really want you to figure out, and this is just a personal accountability thing. I really want you to figure out, are you asking for help because you want someone to save you or because you're too lazy to do it yourself or you just can't be arsed or you're, you're overwhelming yourself because you know you have some feeling of inadequacy coming up or some fear of failure and so you don't want to do it? Or is it simply just a lack of data? You just need another piece of data in order to be able to complete the exercise. But truly, if you can take control of your, of your own success, if you can be accountable for your own limitations, there is nothing you can't achieve. Because let me tell you something that I know for sure. You guys are all here because you want to have a phenomenal body. You may not want to have my body, but many people do want to have my body because not because it's a, it's a perfect body, but because they know my body represents hard work, determination, and, and an ability to figure shit out, right? So that's why a lot of people want to have my body. It's not just because they want to have my physique. But if you can't work out from the calculation, if you can't follow, okay, I'm going to work right back. If you can't follow a simple instruction, okay, such as download the PDF, read it thoroughly. Everything is explained in the PDF. If you can't download the PDF, read it thoroughly, slow down with a pen and paper and calculator. We all have calculators on our phone and work out what your TDEE is, then you will never be able to get under a squat bar and go to failure. You won't, because if it limits you and holds you back in this area of your life, it will limit you and hold you back in the gym. Wherever you go, there you are. You can never run away from yourself. And if you are not achieving 
whatever it is that you want to achieve and you don't have a physical limitation. Like if you don't have legs, if you've had your legs amputated, you will never grow big quads, right? That's a physical limitation. If you only have one leg and you you can't you don't have a prosthetic limb and you find it difficult, you, you can't squat with one leg, well then you'll never grow melon crush your thighs on that one quad. Those are physical limitations. But if you don't have physical limitations and you're not where you want to be and you have good mental health and you have a house to live in and potentially a car to drive or a way to get around and you have a body that is able to work and earn money, then there's nothing holding you back except you. So I want you to consider that if you're having, if you feel the urge to overwhelm yourself with a really simple calculation then that is holding you back from achieving greatness in your life. And let me tell you, as your coach for this five days, at least, whether you continue on with me and let me coach you in the future, it's not my job to sugarcoat it for you. There will be people watching this who are offended, right? We've had a really nice time for the last three days. And now, God damn it, I've got to give it to you straight. Okay. It's like no more, fucking, no more Mr. Nice Guy. Now you're going to get the real coach, Kim. Not really, I'm joking. But I think that, you know, we, we built enough rapport now for me to be able to be honest with you. And I think that I'm never going to, I'm never going to not give it to you straight. And there will be many of you watching this. Now I'm pointing at you with my, with my, with my pen. Now I, I'm actually shouting at you energetically. I'm not really. There will be people watching this, right? You're like, oh, I'm offended. I'm, I'm a, how dare she say that I'm the one holding me back? couldn't do the calculation, right? I, ha I have dyslexia. And so there, and my dyslexia will hold me back forever. I dare she say that I, my fault, it's not my fault. You're in the wrong group, sweetie. <laughs> if, if you want someone to buy into your emotional limitation, you may as well leave now because that ain't gonna happen. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're struggling, I'm here to powder your butt and blow a raspberry on your belly. And that's what my coaches will do. Anyone who is actively working towards their goals and is determined to figure shit out, we have your back. We love you. You're in the right place. If you're determined to be a victim, not in the right place, I'm afraid. We actually just removed someone. She is removed, isn't she, Christina? So I, yeah, Christina's like, so we actually just removed someone who just had a big suffer party in the group. It's, it's, I, has anyone else realized that this, that this challenge is, is just a disappointment? It's not what I thought it would be. So I'm going to blame Kim Constable and her goddamn fucking challenge for not living up to my expectations. How dare she? I really, I had a moment of reflection that I didn't live up to her expectations and I felt really bad for it for about three and a half seconds before I asked Christina just to remove her from the group because we're not here to have a suffer party, okay? There's too many of you here who actually want to do the work and achieve the goal and overcome all of your excuses and your emotional limitations because that's what they are. They're just excuses. Unless you have a physical limitation, you are limiting yourself, okay? So I invite you from here on in, from day four and day five, tomorrow is going to be fucking awesome, right? But I ain't going to sugarcoat it for you. So I need you to be prepared, okay? So if you're offended by this, you can just leave. It's fine. You don't need to announce your departure. This is not an airport. You can just go without the drama. But if you feel the need to have a wee bit of drama before you go, that's something you should possibly look at because you're probably more invested in the drama than getting the work done. Um, but if you're like ready, you're like Kim, I'm pulling up my big girl pants and I'm strapping on a pair and I'm buckling in and I'm here for the ride. You're in the right place. I got you. Okay. Another thing I want to warn you about, <laughs> you're like, holy shit, we're getting started out today. You're fucking cowering behind the desk, <laughs> peeking over the top. And um, another thing I have to warn you about is um, don't get stuck in the minutiae. Okay. Before I give you, which I will do tomorrow, what you should eat for fat loss, what you should eat for muscle building, when to go into a calorie deficit, what is the ideal weight, what is that? I know there's been so many questions coming up in the group, right? And the questions are great. I'm like, fuck, these people are really involved. And I'm like, I just love you all so much. My heart hurts. Every day I'm in this group with love for you all. Honestly, you have no idea. I just love people. People who don't fucking whinge. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> so, um, but don't get stuck in the minutia, okay? 
Remember, what is the mantra of this group? Everybody say it with me. Are you ready? Consistency trumps perfection every single time. Whether you put your activity as sedentary or light, ain't going to make much difference, right? Whether you put your activity as light or moderate, ain't going to make much difference. Whether you are 50 calories off and your TDEE, ain't going to make much difference. Whether you're 4% over on your body fat, ain't going to make any difference. So the only reason why people would ask those questions is when they haven't trained consistently for a long time, which I'm guessing many of you haven't because you're in this five-day body challenge. But let me tell you what happens. See, when you've trained consistently for a long period of time, you realize that, see the little stuff? Really doesn't matter. What builds muscle over time? What burns fat over time? What changes your body over time is consistency. Consistency, consistency, consistency. We call it the C word, right? Now, here is my metaphor for this before I move on and stop ranting at you and tell you about uh, and then teach you what I'm going to teach you today. So, and you're all getting it. You're like, consistency trumps perfection, Carol. I'm just going to have to give you a wee mention here. Carol Lasso Hills, gold star for you today. Consistency trumps perfection. You are, oh, look, there's more of you. Look, consistency. Oh, I'd like to say, oh, God, you guys are awesome. The C word, the C word. Look at all this. Oh, no, not that one. And Liz, we're going to help you with your 55th birthday. Totally. Right. So here's, here's my metaphor. Are you ready? My really exciting metaphor of my, these are my retainers, which I've taken out because I only changed them today and they're so loose in my mouth. Um, Keep gathering saliva for those of you who missed the start. So here's the thing about my retainers, okay? So I decided to get retainers, Invisalign retainers, because I, I, do you know why I decided to get this? This isn't why, actually, but I have this wonky tooth on the bottom, and it's always bothered me. And do you know what people say to me on Instagram all the time? They write to me, okay? And they go, if you're so concerned with your appearance, why don't you get your teeth fixed? I'm like, Okay, I'm glad that you're looking at my teeth instead of listening to what I'm saying, but people love to pick on it, right? So I decided, you know what, fuck up, I'm going to get my tooth fixed. So I got these retainers. So I went to the dentist and he said to me, okay, we've scanned your teeth and it's going to take 16 weeks to get your bottom teeth straight and it's going to take 12 weeks to get your top, top teeth straight because my top teeth weren't that bad. They were just like a wee, flat, a wee bit flat in the middle. Now, he told me that it was going to take that long. And do you know what I have done? I trusted him. And every week he said, change your retainers every Thursday. So every Thursday, which is today, I have changed my retainers. And every Thursday, I pick up my new retainers and I study them. And I go, hmm, is that tooth changing? Yeah, it's a little less, a little less curved. And every week I look, and I've even looked forward, right? I've looked forward at my future retainers. I've been like, staring at my future retainer. Wow, because I, I can see my teeth straightening in the retainers. Can I see my teeth straightening in my mouth? Yeah, a little bit. But but I can see them straightening in the retainers. Now, I'm going to put this one in. Ta-da! So why, what has this got to do with bodybuilding? Well, you can't make your teeth straighten any faster than you can make your teeth straighten. There's nothing that I could have done to make these teeth straighten any faster. He said to me, wear your retainers for 24 hours a day. Take them out when you eat. No problem. And then, and so I, I couldn't have gone, hmm, oh, well, I wonder if I, uh, I wonder if I don't take them out when I eat, will that make it go faster? I wonder if I jump ahead two steps and put the other retainers in, will that make them change faster? I wonder, like I didn't try and cheat the process. I just changed the retainer every Thursday and gradually and gradually and gradually and gradually my teeth are moving. So why is this important? Because that's what bodybuilding is like. It doesn't matter if your macros and calories are a little off. It doesn't matter if your protein's a little higher and your carbs are a little less. It doesn't matter if you've overestimated or underestimated your body fat a little bit. It doesn't matter if you did 43 minutes cardio today instead of 60 because you were short on time. It doesn't matter if you didn't get to the gym one day this week and you had to combine two workouts because... It, things like that don't matter. There's always shit is going to happen and getting in the way of, of your goals, right? The only thing that matters is consistency over time and trusting the process and not having an expectation that it's going to happen sooner. My dentist told me that it would take 16 weeks for my bottom teeth to change. 
he said, we think it's going to take 16 weeks if you do, if you wear your retainers every single day. And whenever I went for my, my appointment, he said to me, oh, well done. You've obviously been wearing your retainers. And I was like, but you told me to wear my retainers. And he said, I know, but you wouldn't believe the amount of people who come in here who haven't been wearing them. And I was like, why would someone pay £2,800 to get their teeth fixed and not wear their retainers? And he said, they just do. And it's because of an emotional limitation, okay? An emotional limitation. It feels uncomfortable. They don't want their mouth to feel uncomfortable. It does feel uncomfortable. Last week, it hurt to blink. It hurt to blink because my the bones in my face had moved. Did I take the retainers out? No. I pushed through the pain. Why did I push through the pain? Because I've trained myself to push through pain, to push through uncomfortable feelings because I know the end result will be worth it. And if you overwhelm yourself at figuring out your TDEE or at, at putting in your, your MyFitnessPal entries or at taking your measurements, right, and you let that overwhelm stop you, you are choosing to not achieve your goal. You're choosing to stay stuck where you are. If you don't have a physical limitation, you are stopping yourself. Now, I understand that you can't beat yourself into submission, and I never, ever recommend that, okay? You can't beat yourself into submission. And But overwhelming yourself and then failing and then beating yourself up for failing are just strategies that you're using to get out of being held accountable. People who beat themselves up use it as a strategy to get out of being held accountable. Because what they say is they, they beat themselves up and they say, oh, well, if I, beat, if I beat myself up badly enough, no one else can beat me up. If I can just demonstrate how awful my photos are, how disgusted I am by them, no one else can be disgusted at me because you can't be more disgusted than I am at myself. Just you, I dare you to try. I dare you to be more disgusted with me than I am with me. It's a defense mechanism and it's a way to get out of being held accountable. I can hear you all leaving now. You're like, fuck you, Kim, I'm out of here. This is just too much truth for me on a Thursday afternoon. This is too much truth. You're in the wrong place. I'm here to help you succeed. I only want serious people to continue through this challenge and actually go on to achieve their goal. You have to be aware of your strategies. I'm going to teach you how to use my fitness pal now and why it's important, okay? But I really needed to give you this pep talk because I've seen a lot of suffering and a lot of oh, emotional limitation stuff come up in the group. We have 1,255 people live. You know how many people we had live on Monday? 5,000. People are dropping off and dropping off and dropping off and dropping off, and that's okay. But if you can't even follow through on a five-day program from a multi-millionaire athlete who built a business and a body in four days, who's done what you want to do, what's the point? You ain't ever going to get there if you can't show up consistently five days in a row, not even to watch the live, but to watch the replay. So because you're here watching this, I want you to double down on your commitment to yourself. I want you to become aware of your emotional limitations, become aware of the strategies that you use to get out of holding yourself accountable or being held accountable by other people because they ain't going to wash here. I want you to get through this and I want to help you achieve an, an incredible body. Because not only do you look good in a thong, <laughs> in your Wonder Woman bikini, but you feel amazing. You feel like the most powerful person in the world because you are a person who shows up and does hard shit. And that was a lot of shishes for one sentence, but it's true, right? You're the kind of person who shows up and does hard shit. You're here. You're here watching this live. You know, congratulations. Give yourself a fucking great big pat on the back because you made it here live and you've made it to day four and you haven't fallen off the wagon. You ready? Okay, pep talk over. <laughs> pep talk over. I love it. Someone's saying, uh, uh, listening as I do my chin-ups. You gotta be. Ooh, ooh. Okay. One other thing. Resist the urge to jump ahead. I've seen loads of people going, but like, what, what, I don't know how to lose weight. I've got all this information. Now, but is anyone, have we missed it? Have we missed it? She told us what we should do. Now. No, no, no. Those, are, those panicking strategies, again, are what takes you away from what's important. Stick with the program. If it's important for you to know, I will teach it to you. If I haven't taught, taught it to you, it ain't important for you to know today. Trust me, okay? Trust. It's so hard to trust people. Trust me. I know what I'm doing. I have a plan for you all. We're going there slowly, but they we're going there my way, okay? Going there my way. So just trust, take a big deep breath, 
burn some sage or something. This house is clear. And then we can move on. Right. So here's the problem that we're going to discuss today. Now that I've told you all off, <laughs> you're like this. <laughs> um, my fitness pal. Today we're going to learn my fitness pal. Today you guys are going to track your food for 24 hours. Now you may be seasoned at this. You may be like, I'm not tracking my food. I don't need to do this. If, you're, if you've been tracking your food for like five years, and you're totally okay with it, and you know exactly how much you're eating, and you haven't achieved your goal, then either you're doing it wrong or you're choosing not to. <laughs> See what I did there? So if you, I'm going to say it again, if you have been tracking, and you're used to tracking, and you're like, I don't need to watch this today, I know what to do, if that's the case, and you haven't achieved your goal, either you're doing it wrong, you have a missing resource, or you're choosing not to achieve your goal. So buckle up, sister, because you're in for the ride. So why is it important to know how much you are eating? Well, simply because most of us, me included, I'm putting us in here. Most of us are big, fat liars. We pretend, we delude ourselves. We pretend that we're not in a bad relationship. We pretend that, you know, that something we're doing to our body isn't hurting us. We pretend that the food that we're eating doesn't have very many calories, we pretend that that last slice of pizza was given to the dog when really we stood in the kitchen and shoved it in our mouths. Mm-hmm. I, I, just me? No, no, you guys just me? Okay, just me. Uh, we pretend. We lie to ourselves and we pretend. And sometimes getting the reality data, which is what all this week is all about, bringing you all closer to reality. I should have called this the five-day commitment to reality challenge, Right. So by the end of this, these five days, I want you all to be soaking wet, right? You know, whenever, you know, whenever, have you ever been out in the rain, right? This happened to me recently. I was out, I was out, I was out, uh, out for a walk with my dog and I was halfway and I was, doo -doo 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 -doo, was walking down the road. It's halfway around on the route that we take, which is about seven kilometers. And we got halfway around and it started, it started to like pitter patter, pitter patter. And I was like, oh shit, it's starting to rain. And I was like, oh, I was looking around. I was like, oh, it's fine. Kept walking, listened to my, you know, air, listened to my podcast, kept walking. And it started to get heavier and heavier. And, and I'm like, oh, and then now because it's getting heavier, I'm looking around. I'm like, Shit, is there a bus shelter? Is there a, a tree? Is there something? And the next thing, the heavens opened. And I mean, sheet rain. It was summer, right? So it was like that real heavy summer rain. It came down like a deluge, like, and I was like, ah, and I got it started to run. I was like, shut, shut, you know, you're like, oh, and I was looking, there must be a bush or a wall. And I was like, my God, you know, and you're, you're just getting drenched. And I was halfway from home. So I couldn't run home because I would have got wet and I couldn't run on because I would have got wet. And after about three minutes of fighting the rain, a buddy, my Boston Terrier was like, what the fuck are you doing to me? After about three minutes of fighting the rain, maybe not even three, maybe one or two, I realized there was nothing I could do. There was nowhere to hide. I was soaking fucking wet, wet to the core. It was dripping off my eyelashes. I was soaked through to my bra. My bra was soaking. My feet were soaking. I was squelching in puddles inside my feet. And you know what I did when I realized I couldn't get any wetter? I lifted my face to the sky. I opened my arms, I opened my mouth, so the rain came into my mouth, and I started to enjoy the rain. I started to enjoy the rain, I was like, oh! and then I started like jumping in puddles, because my shoes were wet, they were filled with water, they couldn't get any more water in them, so I started like jumping in puddles like a child, you know, like a two-year-old with welly boots, and like splashing the dog, and Buddy was like, what the fuck are you doing? I was kicking him with water, and then he started to jump, and he was like, ruff, ruff, and we were like skipping and running and jumping down the road, and I was so happy to be out in the rain, because I was wet, I couldn't get any wetter, I was as wet as you could, as one person could get, and I couldn't go back, well, I could have, but I was halfway from home. So back was halfway and forward was halfway. So I just kept going and I kept going soaking wet. See, when you realize that you're absolutely soaking wet and you can't get any wetter and you stop denying reality, that's where the magic happens. That is where the magic happens. And so you can deny reality. You can pretend you're not eating the chocolate cake. You can pretend that those calories don't count. You can delude yourself that two pieces of toast is a good breakfast. 
You can pretend that that massive Starbucks that you have every day probably only has about 150 calories. No, it doesn't. It has three times that. You can pretend, pretend, pretend. You can go into McDonald's, right? Or into a burger joint and order a burger and fries and a Diet Coke. You can tell yourself that you're ordering a Diet Coke, so therefore you're saving on calories. No, you're not. If you're eating burger and chips, just have the fucking Coke, right? Diet Coke, worst invention ever on the face of the earth because it gives people the illusion that they, Diet Coke made such a good ad when they had that like hot guy outside and all the women are like, you know, I want you to be my man. You know that one where they're all like, oh, like salivating over the, the guy who's cleaning the windows outside and it's a Diet Coke moment. Diet Coke did such a good job of selling this lifestyle to women who fucking these, who go into McDonald's, right? And order a Diet Coke because they think that they're saving on calories. No, you're not. If you're in McDonald's, you're in the wrong fucking place, sweetheart. <laughs> you know? So I want you guys to be soaking wet. So over the next 24 hours, you're going to track all your food and you're going to do it with zero judgment. You are not going to pretend, you're not going to change. No one is gonna see this but you. So if you are pretending that you did not put that double chocolate bar, that, that Mars bar, that Snickers bar in your mouth three minutes ago and you're not gonna put it in my fitness pal, the only person you're deceiving is yourself and you're fighting the rain. You have to stop fighting the rain. You're wet. You're fat. If you're fat, you're fat because you eat too much, okay? Pretending you don't is useless because you're only deluding yourself. If you're too skinny because you've been under-eating, you're too skinny because you've been under-eating. Pretending that you don't is useless. I want you all to be soaking wet by the end of this challenge so you're actually just there with the data and you have no more delusion. You're not pretending it's not raining because that's where free will exists. That is the definition of free will. Admitting that you are wet is free will. And you can only act from a place of free will. If you're pretending that you are not where you are, you will never move forward. So you have to overcome all your strategies. That's what we're gonna do for the next 24 hours. So here is your challenge. Your challenge for the next 24 hours is to track your food. You're gonna start the minute this live ends. Every morsel of food that goes in your mouth is going to be tracked, okay? Every morsel of food. You're not gonna pretend you're not eating it. You're not gonna try and change it. You're not going to not eat it because now you're tracking it and now you have to like see it. You're just gonna, I want you to get the reality data of just how many calories you have been eating. Cause it's very easy to look at your breakfast and go, that's um, maybe 120 calories. That's not very much, I've just had two bites, you know? Um, peanut butter is the worst, right? I remember, <laughs> remember whenever I was prepping once, I, um, I was allowed, I was prepping for a show. So I was dieting for a show and I was allowed 15 grams of peanut butter. So I was like, 15 grams, tablespoon. So I'd like lift the tablespoon out of the drawer, right? I'd be like, yeah, one of these into the peanut butter, this laden tablespoon of peanut butter. And I would mm, mm, mm. lick the peanut butter. It was so delicious. And then what, and I was I was pretending, I was like, sure, this is a tablespoon. And this wee voice in the back of my head was going, you probably should weigh that, Kim. No, 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 it's got a, it's a tablespoon. I did this with my Starbucks as well. It's probably 200 mils of milk of oat milk in there. <laughs> no. So, um, and then one day I was like, okay, Kim, I wasn't losing weight. wasn't losing body fat as quickly as I wanted to lose it. In fact, I couldn't understand with all the exercise I was doing, all the tracking I was doing, why I wasn't losing fat faster than I was. So I decided to start measuring my oat milk that I put in my cappuccinos. Not just tell myself it was 150 mils. I decided to actually start measuring. It was far more than I was tracking. And then one day I went, okay, let's actually see how much 15 grams of peanut butter is. So I got out the scale and I put a thing on it, put like a wee vessel on it like this. And then I got the peanut butter out and I scooped in what I would normally have. And I pushed it off the bit and plopped it in, 52 grams. I was like, oh, 52 grams. It wasn't even like 30 or 17. It was like 52. I was like, holy shit, 52 grams of peanut butter was way over my calories. Whenever I started tracking all the little incidentals that I was telling myself didn't really matter, 
I was like three, 400 calories over my allotted daily intake, sometimes 500. I was deluding myself that I wasn't eating these calories because I, and it wasn't even that I wanted to delude myself. I was just lazy. I was just lazy. I, couldn't, I don't need to track my oat milk. It's not going to make that much difference. It does. It does. 500 calories, 300 calories, 100 calories when you're dieting and your calories are down to the wire makes the difference between a pound of fat loss a week and half a pound a week or two pounds a week and half a pound a week. It's insane. People don't think that calories, like two, people think that 200 calories isn't a lot. Whereas I will look at the back of something and I'll be like, holy shit, I'll go, oh my God, that's only 10 grams of protein for 240 calories. And people go, is that bad? I'm like, that's awful. Like my breakfast is 240 calories. Like, and that's, and I have a big breakfast. So the problem is people are, you're, you're, most people are eating too much, but they're not eating too much because they're like, because they're stupid. <laughs> they're eating too much because they just don't know how many calories are in food. So I can eyeball things now and I can say, well, that's about hundred grams and that's about 150 or, and, and that from measuring my oat milk, oh my God, 150 mils. Have you ever seen 150 mils of oat milk in a jug? It's like this much. It's like 200 mils is like this much. It's, it's tiny, but we, it's the, it's, so we're really good at measuring our bigger food, but a lot of people are terrible at measuring the little things or they eyeball or they guess. And so before they know it, they're, they're two to 600 calories over their allotted calorie intake, which holds them back from achieving their goals. Bodybuilding is like math. You need to be precise. That's why yesterday, whenever I saw all the people freaking out, oh, I just got I was like, if you can't figure out a simple fucking calculation, you will never, ever achieve a, a body goal. You will never sculpt a six pack abs. You will never, if you can't figure out a simple calculation, you are holding yourself back from greatness. And you have to ask yourself, why? Why are you choosing to hold yourself back? So we're going to get some reality data with my fitness pal. So I'm going to show you how to use my fitness pal now for those who don't know. Now, I use my fitness pal. Um, I use the premium version. Now, the premium version, I think, is like seven pounds a month, $6.99 a month. I'm not sure how much it is in dollars, maybe $9.99. And you may go, and I understand that there's many people here are financially challenged. I completely get it. I used to be financially challenged. and I understand what it's like. However, Bodybuilding, when I started it, was extremely important to me. Achieving my goal was extremely important to me. So I made the $10 work. I figured out a way that I could save $10 somewhere else in order to purchase my fitness pal because it's important to me. So again, it comes down to, you know, I understand you may be like, I just don't have an extra $10. I have seven children and I'm a single mom and I already work three, three jobs. No problem. I'm not judging anyone here, but I'm asking you to be... Um, Asking you to be honest with yourself about your choices. If you're choosing to get a drive-through Starbucks every day, but you can't afford my fitness pal, your priorities are in the wrong place, right? Your values are inverted. So it's really about we how we choose to spend our money is, is, is a representation of our values. Just like alcohol brings out a real personality, money brings out a person's true values, Okay. Do you know what I spend my money on? Just as a side note, people always ask me like, you know, what's it like to be really rich, right? Because let me tell you, I am fucking stinking rich now, right? <laughs> I don't mind admitting it because I worked really hard for it. I um, I have worked really hard, right? And I make a lot of money. Do you know what I spend my money on? You know what I spend my money on? Taking care of people. I take care of my family financially. I take care of my mom, my sisters, my nieces. I bought my sister a car um, last week, actually. I bought, I, I take care of my, my, my own family, my husband. I take people on vacation. I buy them gifts, expensive gifts that they could never afford to buy themselves. I take care of people with my money. That's how I vote. I vote to take care of people. And so, and I also vote to spend my money on health, nutrition, organic fruit and vegetables where I can. And you know, and, and, and all those other good things. So you have to look at where are you choosing to spend your money? If you can't give up your two bottles of wine on the weekend, and, and that means that you can't afford my fitness pal, well, then maybe you just don't want it enough. So you have to ask yourself, if you're telling yourself that you can't afford the premium version of my fitness pal, which I recommend everyone has, and I know many people here will, you know, will, will use the free version and use it very successfully. Well, that's great. 
But what I want to challenge you, which I'm all about challenging all of you, I'm challenging you to question your values, okay? And I understand it. See, before I go on, I have to say, I know I can be very offensive. I know that you're probably like, fuck, I really am quite offended by her today. Like, where did sweet, lovely Kim go? He was like, are you kidding us all week? And who is this bitch? Okay. I'm like, this is the other Kim. Um, I know I can be offensive and I know I can give it to you straight, but don't be offended. Okay. Just be like, wow, didn't like what you said there. I'm going to choose to move on. <laughs> Still stay part of the group. Recognize that, you know, Kim can say things that are mildly offensive, but I'm going to choose just to move on and stick with her because she obviously knows what she's talking about and understand that everything I say comes from a place of love. I promise. I want the best for you. I truly do. So here is my fitness pal. Okay. My fitness pal, whenever you first log into it, it will look like this. Okay. So I have been dieting at the minute and I, because I've been dieting, I have, um, I have been working on about 1500 calories. Now, 1500 calories is below my BMR. But the reason why I put 1500 calories in here is because I only track my fats and proteins. So, so I track, not fats, so I track my carbohydrates too. So I only, no, that's not true. Let me reverse. It's not that I only track fats and proteins. I track everything, carbs, fats, and proteins, which are your macros. But I always leave myself a little bit of wiggle room because sometimes I like to have some peanut butter or sometimes I want to have an extra coffee. Like I had a bulletproof coffee with a, table, with a teaspoon of coconut oil when I arrived to the office today. So I always like to leave myself a little bit of wiggle room. So I will usually underestimate my calories so that I can give myself a little bit of wiggle room. So not everybody can do this. You can only do this whenever you reach a stage of being very intuitive. But whenever you log into my fitness pal, if you go to the more button in the bottom, um, uh, do I want to teach this actually? Yeah. Okay. 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 Let's, let's do this. Okay. Let's do it this way. So when you go to the more button, right, which is in the bottom right-hand corner of the screen, it'll bring up this, um, it'll bring up this, this menu for you. If you go here to nutrition, right? If you click on nutrition, it brings up this page where anything in blue is clickable. So if you click on the blue here, it'll open up a little screen. So do you see the blue in here in gold that's now gray? If you click on the blue, it'll come up here. This is where you change your calories and your macro balance. So if I want to change my calories, so say I want to eat, say your TDEE, okay? That's what you need to maintain your current body composition. Let's say your TDEE is 1,600 calories. Then you change that to 1,600, and then you click the tick, right? Then if you want to change the balance of your macros, you can. Now, whenever I am, um, whenever I am shredding, I always go with a macro balance of 45% protein, Hang on, just 45% protein, 30% carb, and 25% fat. That's because carbs are essential for building muscle. And even when I'm shredding, I train really, really hard. So I always like to keep my carb, carb balance high because carbs are essential for building muscle. So is protein. So I like to keep my fat slightly lower because they are very calorific. So if you click on carbohydrates, it'll bring up this little box here. You can either put in your own grams. So if you if you have, um, if you're working a program such as my four week shred, where we tell you how to calculate your specific grams, proteins, fats, and carbs um, for your particular body composition, you would go in here and you can change it to grams and then you can move these wee dials around, okay? Or if you are working by percentage, which you would only do if you're working on calories, then you go here and you can change the percentage split, but it must total 100% down at the bottom. See how I moved the carb there and it went to 105 and it went to green. If I move it here, it goes to 95 and it goes to red. So you can change the percentage split. For building, I usually do 40% um, protein, 30% carb, 30% fat. I never go below 40% protein, okay? No, that's not true. That isn't true, actually. Go, go back. Um, I have in the past gone 30 protein, 30 fat, and 40 carb. So if I'm on a hard build, I quite often will increase my carbs um, and my protein. I increase my carbs and decrease my protein. So, but again, you're like, oh, but this is also overwhelming. Oh my God, I don't even know. Like, what even, what even is she talking about? Macro splits? I don't know what's right for my body. Stop. If you're doing that now, take a deep breath, recognize you're doing it, and put back down. Okay? Just like you can go, <gasps> you can go, hmm. 
did you know you have that skill? Many people don't know they have that skill. Whenever I'm working with people quite often, they go, I go, what does it feel like? And they go, it just feels really fearful. And I go, oh my God, really fearful? And they're like, yeah, really fearful. And I'm like, can you make, can you amp it up? And they go, yeah, yeah. And I go, can you make it worse? Yeah, I can make it worse. Can you make it as strong as you can possibly go? Yes, I really can. I go, okay, now stop it. Bring it back down. And they go, oh. <laughs> and then suddenly they amp it back down. And so whenever you say to people, calm down, amp it down, they're like, but I got it, but I got it. But if they can amp it up, you can amp it back down. <laughs> See, learning all the skills here. So um, if you find yourself being overwhelmed, just stop and underwhelm yourself again. Yeah, back with me? Good. Your carb, your pro macro split doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. If you fuck it up completely, it doesn't matter. Just choose something to start. You are not an Olympic athlete tomorrow. You are at the start of your journey. You're learning you're just learning. Okay. So you're just going to go, okay, well, Kim said that she eats when she's shredding 45% protein, 30% carb, 25% fat. So that's what I'm going to do too. Or if you're building, you can say, well, I'm a bit of a carb monster. So I'm going to have 40% carb, 30% protein, 30% fat. Let's see what happens if we choose that. Let me tell you something now before we move on. Your results are going to take a long time. I think that everybody thinks that if they just got it right today, right now, if, if, if I was just able to figure it out right now and get it absolutely 100% precise, then I'm, I'm going to be shredded in two weeks. You're not. Okay. If I just figure out my supplements and my carbs and I get the macro balance correct and I can figure out my fitness plan, I can track my food and I can, I can meal prep it every week and I show up to the gym, I do all my cardio, then I can be, I can look like Kim Constable in like, ooh, three months. No. You're not, nothing you can do, nothing you can do will make you look like me in three months. Because let me tell you, it took me five years to look like this. And I work harder than any person I know. I don't know one single person who works as hard as me or lifts as heavy as me in the gym. You're not doing it any faster than you're doing it. So stop panicking. It doesn't matter if your carb balance is slightly off to your protein balance. Choose something Make a decision and move forward and stop paralyzing yourself with indecision and worrying that you've got it wrong. You have it. There is no wrong in bodybuilding. There's only figuring shit out. Okay? Capiche? I know I'm being hard on you today, but it's really important that you get this. We've only got one more day together. Okay? Right. Now that you've chosen your calories at 1,600, you go back top, at the top arrow and then you go back again. Right? Just checking. Now, sometimes, see here where it says goal? This hasn't actually changed, but this is a fault in my fitness pal because it will have changed. So if I click on it again, it'll say 1600, you see? But for some reason, it doesn't like to change it there. So after you have done that, what you're going to do now is you're going to go to diary. So see diary down at the bottom beside the blue plus? You're going to click on diary. And this is going to bring you to a blank canvas. Now, yours may not look like mine because I have changed mine from to breakfast, post-workout, lunch, dinner, and evening snack, okay? See, exercise here at the bottom, you're not going to add in your exercise ever because then my fitness pal is going to deduct what it thinks, the calories it thinks you've burned from your food intake and it's going to give you more food to eat. But that's that your exercise is actually worked out whenever you're working out your TDEE. That's why we ask you what your activity factor is. You've already worked out your exercise and that's been accounted for in your calories. So you don't ever add my add exercise or track it in my fitness pal, okay? It's not necessary. Now, if you want to change these yourself, you can just play around. I can't even remember exactly where you do it, but it's in more somewhere. Hmm, let me see, is it in here? Nope. Um, maybe it's in settings. I can't actually remember where it is because I haven't done it for so long. Yes, I think it's in settings, maybe. Diary settings. Customize meal names. There you are. See, customize meal names. So diary settings, customize meal names. This is where I've customized them. So you can change these to whatever you want. You can just have three meals. You can have five meals. You can do whatever you want. But this is this is how my, my meals go every day. So that's how mine are customized. So go back here using the top arrow and we go back to diary. So now we're going to add food. Now you have a couple of, so the top of my fitness pal is like a dark board. Anyone here ever played darts? It's a very English game, so you probably haven't. But at the top here, as you input food, it's going to subtract it from these numbers at the top. So I'm allowed 180 grams of protein, 44 grams of fat, and 
120 grams of carbs every day. So as I input food, it's going to subtract it from those numbers. So let's go to breakfast, okay? So here for breakfast, you can search for a food. So if you, and, and MyFitnessPal has a massive data bank, okay? Massive data bank. So if I put in oats, it's going to bring up, now these are, these are foods that I have um, put in recently. So it's going to search my foods first. If you don't have any foods in here, it's just going to search the database. So I'm going to put in porridge oats, right? So if I click on porridge oats, then it'll bring up this little screen here. And then where it says serving size, you can change the serving size. Now, I usually like to have it as one gram because then I can just multiply one gram by 30 and that will give me my serving. So I put in one gram. And so then number of servings, this is where you put in number of servings. You can do it as a fraction or you can do it as a decimal. So in here, you can see I have 30. So I'm having 30 grams of protein for my breakfast. And then I'm going to click the tick at the top right-hand corner. See at the very top right-hand corner? I'm going to click that. And then I'm going to click to add. Okay, so now you can see that it has subtracted 30 grams of oats from my total. Now I'm going to add in some protein powder. Now I have the vanilla, I have the, the Protein Works Vanilla Cream Wonder Shake in here, which is the one that I use. You can see here that it says two servings, Okay. I'm not going to have two servings. I'm just going to have one serving. In fact, let's look at the serving size. I think it says one spoon. Yeah, that's the only serving size there is. So I'm going to go here and I'm going to put in one and then I'm going to add it. So now I have porridge oats and vanilla cream. Well, let's add some vanilla cream protein shake. Let's add some blueberries and see. I usually have 50 grams of blueberries. So you can see here serving size is 100 grams. Number of servings, half a serving. Half of 100 grams is 50 grams. I'm going to add that in and I'm going to click add. So now you can see my breakfast is 246 calories. I make my uh, I make my oatmeal with water. I don't make it with um, with milk. So you have to get used to, especially when you're dieting, saving up your calories. OK, make it with water and put some protein powder in it. It's absolutely delicious. And if you guys want to buy the Wonder Shake protein powder from theproteinworks.com, Use the code TSV for the Sculpted Vegan, TSV50, TSV50 at checkout, and you will get 50% off your entire order. It's a special um, offer that we have for our customers. So this is, and you're just going to continue like this throughout the day. Now, let's say for lunch, um, you have, do we have anything we can scan, Christina? What about your protein bars? Do you have any bars in your drawer that you can scan? Okay, so Christina's going to give me something she can scan. She brought something in. So here's another option that you have, right? If you click scan barcode, see at the top, scan barcode? Well, and look, there's Christina. Do, 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 do. Now they can see you, Christina. Like <laughs> ah, Christina sits over here on the other side of the camera. <laughs> That's so funny. Now they can all see you. Okay, so look at this, right? And look, there's me. This is the other side of the camera. You, and look, that great big light. You guys are all, you, you never see this side of the room. I'll show you around there. You say, da, da, da. Okay, so here's what you do. It'll pick it up immediately. Yeah, so now it's picked it up and it scanned Christina's protein bar. So and this is what you can do um, with most foods. They have millions and millions of food in their database. You can scan the back of anything, packets or anything, okay? And then you're going to click to add and then I'm going to add that in. So now I have a protein bar in there as well. Now, let's say for lunch you are having, um, uh, you're having a cheeseburger and fries, Okay. Well, you can just click on add food. Let's go to dinner. You can click on add food and dinner and you can put in cheese burger, right? And it's gonna, and then you click search and look, all of these options come up for cheeseburgers. So, uh, and you're just gonna have to guess because see the way they have all the different calories? You're just gonna have to guess. So there's a cheeseburger with mayo, right? So actually, no, let's not do that. So we're gonna add that. So you're gonna have a cheeseburger. Here we are, one cheeseburger, 300 calories. Let's add that in, right? add. Let's say you're going to have fries as well, right? French fries. Mmm, who loves a French fry? Right, French fries. Here we are. So you're going to have to weigh your French fries, right? You're going to have to weigh them before you put them in your mouth. So let's say you're having, um, serving size is 84 grams. Let's change that to one gram. Let's say you're having 250 grams of French fries with your dinner. Well, you're going to add that in and boom, now your dinner is 657 calories, cheeseburger and french fries. Now you're going to add some food. You're going to add some tomato ketchup. So you're putting in tomato ketchup. 
And one tablespoon of tomato ketchup, you're gonna have to weigh it. You're gonna have to get used to weighing everything and you're gonna add that in too. Right, so now we have dinner. We have ketchup, french fries and dinner and you're gonna have a milkshake with that. A vegan, no, you're not gonna have a vegan milkshake. What are you gonna have? Uh, a Coca-Cola. You're gonna have Coca-Cola with your dinner. And you're gonna have 330 mils, which is a, um, which is a, a bottle of Coca-Cola. And now, now look at look what the look what the Coca-Cola did to the carbs, right? It has 35 grams of carbs in one soda. Isn't that insane? It's unbelievable. So now you have your dinner in. So this is what you're gonna go and do. So let's say you have a Snickers bar for a snack. Well, you're gonna put in Snickers and you're gonna search. And there is a Snickers, uh, let's say you have a Snickers protein bar, 213 calories and a Snickers protein bar. It's shocking, right? And you're going to put that in too. So the reason why this is helpful is because if you put in what you worked out yesterday, which is your TDEE, okay, don't even try and do it for fat loss or muscle building. I think you just put in your TDEE. When you track your food, this will show you how far off you are or how, or how close you are. So as you can see here, from just putting this in, I am 73 grams over in carbohydrates and 99 grams under in protein. And all I put in is breakfast, um, lunch, lunch and dinner. Well, actually, that's quite a lot, breakfast, lunch and dinner. So you're going to start tracking your food. But here's what I want to caution you, okay? Try and weigh everything. So if you're putting in a burger, like I just put in a cheeseburger, but actually what I would prefer to do would be to do this. So let's say you have a, a Beyond Burger. I would prefer you to be a bit more precise with your burger. There's a Beyond Burger patty, okay? So let's add that in. So this is how I would prefer you to do it. And then put in like a, a, a burger bun, if you have one, search. So put in one burger bun, add. So, and if you wanna delete something, you just swipe left. So watch, swipe left, see? Um, and you're having a Coca-Cola. So, and actually that's changed the carbs a wee bit. Oh, it's because I've taken the, the French fries out. So let's put in the French fries um, in here. And you're having, um, let's say you're having three portions of those. There you are, 384 grams. So you're gonna weigh those, right? So now this is gonna show you that you're 144 grams over in carbs, 17 grams over in fat, and you're missing 80 grams of protein. So this gives you a really good understanding of where you're over or under or how close or far away from you you are from what you should be eating to achieve your goal. Now understand, if you're not working towards a goal, there is no should, okay? There's no should if you're not working towards a goal. You're just eating for pleasure. Well, why would you track? You're just eating for pleasure. But if your goal is to build muscle or burn fat or both, or your goal is to look like your body goal that you decided on at the start of the, um, at the, start of the, the challenge, then you are eating for a goal and your eating should reflect your goal. And so what you wanna do now is you want to not change it, resist the urge to change it, okay? Resist the urge to start now. You might be so excited. This is like the best thing I've ever learned in my entire life and I'm so excited and I just wanna get started on my journey. Stop, resist, okay? Resist the urge to jump ahead. Stay with the challenge, stay with me. Trust that I know what I'm doing, because I do. Stay with this, right, and track it. Start tracking everything and see where you end up. And you might be shocked. You might be like, oh my God, I'm supposed to eat 1600 calories and I'm already 346 calories over, which means that you're eating 1946 calories and you haven't even put any coffee in there, right? Imagine if you had two Starbucks lattes as well with two teaspoons of sugar, you might go, holy Lord, I'm eating five, six, seven, 800, 1,000 calories, 2,000 calories over what I should be eating every day. No wonder I'm fat. Or I'm only eating 1,200 calories a day and my TDEE is 1,800. No wonder I'm skinny. But quite often what you find, if it's the other way for you, like it was for me, if you're under eating, you will have a layer of fat somewhere that you can't get rid of. You'll have a layer of fat around your belly button or you'll have back fat or you'll have cellulite or you'll have something and you're like, I am eating so few in calories. And I'm still got this layer of fat. What the hell's the matter? It's because you're under eating and you're not building muscle. You're not working effectively in the gym. You're not feeding your muscle with food so your muscles are not growing. So you need to change what you're doing. So tomorrow, 
sorry, somebody's asking, are, do you want us to start with your TDEE? Yes, start with your TDEE. So every day builds upon the last. So you worked out your TDEE yesterday. If you didn't work it out and you overwhelmed yourself and now you're like, <laughs> then uh, just take a deep breath, go back, get a pen and paper, work out your TDEE. Don't overwhelm yourself. If it really is truly missing data that you're like, okay, really just not sure what this means and you're not overwhelming yourself and that's a level of personal honesty that you need to build, then you can 100% ask for help in the group. In fact, you can ask for help in the group anytime. I love it when people ask for help in the group because then I can figure out, is this a problem that you're creating to get attention? In which case, I'm going to point it out and then you have a choice to keep it or move past it and grow. Or is this gen genuinely uh, a lack of data? Um, and so never hold back from posting in the group because like you're soaking wet, okay? All of you are soaking wet. You're like me in the rain, you're all soaking wet. You can't get any wetter. We see you for who you are. You may pretend that you're not who you are. I see you for who you are and it's you're gonna move forward with so much more integrity and purpose and vision if you just admit that you're soaking wet and you can't get any wetter because it's very freeing to admit that, because that is the definition of free will. Many of you probably don't know that, right? Many people don't know what actually free will is, but that is what free will is. Okay. Did you like this? Yes. Do you guys feel kind of equipped to play around with my fitness pal? You can actually get like a 30-day free trial, I think, if you want to get the premium version. I highly recommend you get the premium version, right? Even if you don't use my fitness pal, you can use another one. It's fine. But what I want you to do for your accountability is I want you to take screen grabs or even just one screen grab. Okay. But what you can do is this, you can screen grab it like this, and then you can send this screen grab through to, uh, you can upload it to the link in the PDF. So of course we have a PDF available as we always do. It was emailed out to you today. And it has also been uploaded to the announcements section of the group. You can download the PDF. It has all of the steps that you need to take for MyFitnessPal. You track your food from now until tomorrow. And then you upload it to the website as your own personal check-in. And then we will meet back here tomorrow to wrap up this five-day accountability challenge. Now, before we go, I want to tell you a few things that's gonna, that are going to be happening. So tomorrow... It's going to be a super long session. Um, tomorrow, the session is going to be about two hours long. So I'm going to teach you. Um, I'm going to teach you how to make all this come together. I'm going to teach you what you should be doing to build muscle, what you should be doing to burn fat, um, or what you should be doing if your goal is both of those at the same time, which it should be, unless you don't need to burn any fat and you just want to build muscle. I'm going to teach you all about nutrition. I'm going to teach you. Um, about you know carbs, fats, proteins, how bodybuilders eat, about vegan bodybuilder nutrition. And I'm also going to, uh, I know many of you have been asking, asking in the groups, you know, oh my God, is there going to be discounts in Kim's program or you're looking for another option? Tomorrow I am going to give you an option for those of you who, who are like ready to start and want to move into your bodybuilding journey and you're ready to commit. I'm going to give you an option that we have um, developed recently really only for those who are serious about finally achieving their goal, okay? The only way to fail on the option I have for you tomorrow is not to take the next step. Um, the reason why you want to show up live as well tomorrow, if you can, is that I'm going to um, I'm going to be offering a really extra special bonus um, for anyone who does move into the next stage of their journey, which anyone which every single person will get. So anyone, but you only have 24 hours to get the extra special bonus. It's for the high, it's for the overachievers, the people who want to, um, who are really ready to just take the next step. I want to reward you um, with the next step. Um, I'm also going to be giving away, and Christina's going to shit herself when I say this because I've only just decided to do it. But at the because it's the end of the challenge tomorrow. I'm going to pick someone from the commenters and I'm going to give away $500. In fact, fuck it. I'm going to give away two sets of $500. I'm going to go away $1,000 on the live tomorrow at the end. At the end of the live. In fact, will I do it at the start? Yeah, one at the start and one at the end, right? Let's have a party tomorrow. Let's have a party. Bring your best selves tomorrow. Let's have a party. It's the end of the challenge. Well, actually, it's not because we have some stuff next week, which I'm going to tell you about. So I'm going to give away $500 at the start to somebody here on the live who's commenting. And I'm going to give away $500 at the end. Sound good? Okay. I love giving away money. So, um, 
Yeah, so $500 at the start, $500 at the end. So tomorrow's going to be at sessions, but we're going to be about two hours long, okay? So try and carve out some time tomorrow for a little extra time, two hours long. Of course, there will be a recording if you can't make it live, but try to make it live because I've just decided that I'm going to give away $500 at the start of the live and $500 at the end of the live. And we will PayPal the money to you straight away. Straight. In fact, you know what? Fuck it. Let's make it a thousand. Thousand dollars at the start, thousand dollars at the end. Are you in? Eh? Now, if that is an incentive to show up live tomorrow, I don't know what is. Thousand, two thousand dollars are going to give away tomorrow here on the live in the group. A thousand at the start and a thousand at the end. But if you guys tell me you'd rather me give away two sets of 500 and two sets of 500, I'm open to that as well. So tell me what you want and I'll uh, and, I'll, and I'll do that. But I'm going to go away $2,000 here live tomorrow. And uh, you guys are like, yay! Okay, so um, what would be better? What do you think? Two sets of 500 or? Or Christina's like, this girl's nuts. She just sits at the other side of the camera going, like, she's just a little bit crazy, actually, at times. Um, so, Okay. Uh, I don't know. We'll decide tomorrow. Four sets of 500, April sang. And someone's saying, no, a thousand. <laughs> okay. uh, I'll make it. A, and yes, four people. So you know what? Let's do. I'm going to put a poll in the group. Christina, put a poll in the group, okay? Do, would you guys prefer Kim to give away four sets of 500 or two sets of 1,000? And uh, whatever the whatever you guys decide that you want me to give away tomorrow, that is what I'll do. Um, so make sure you show up live and we're going to have loads of fun. Next week, my coach is going to be here to help you. I'm going to close out this incredible challenge with you all with a live Q&A next Sunday, the 28th at 7 p.m. UK time. I've done it at that time to make it accessible for everybody across the world. So mark your calendars for 7 p.m. Sunday, the 28th. Um, let's get this show on the road. Let's get this party started. I'm going to help you all next week to achieve your goals. Not going to leave you hanging and, um, go and have fun with my fitness pal. Let me know if you have any questions in the group. I'm in there. I spent my entire, <laughs> I spent my entire day in the group answering questions. I spent till like fucking two o'clock in the morning at home. My husband's like, would you put the phone down? I'm like, but there's so many people and they just need me. Uh, my family haven't seen me for like two weeks and they're probably not going to see me for another week or so. Um, Love you all so much. Thank you so much for showing up and being so committed to yourselves. I'm like, yeah, I have so much love for all of you. You have no idea. I hope you can feel it like emanating from my body into yours. Um, I really do have so much love for you and so much admiration for all of you who've shown up and really taken this challenge by the balls. It's been like epic to be with you. And I can't believe tomorrow's our last day. I'm really a wee bit sad about it actually, but we're going to be here all next week and we're going to go away $2,000 tomorrow. So be there or be square. Okay? Right, guys. Love you all so much. And I'll see you all tomorrow live. Um, get your overachiever hats on. And I'll see you there. Take care. Thanks so much for showing up. Bye for now. Oh!